0: Hello, I'm Vada. I'm Carlo. And you're listening to VCR.
1: Happy Hanukkah.
0: Happy Hanukkah. Or Merry Christmas. Hope you're having a crazy Kwanzaa. Oh, man. All the interesting. All the interesting cultural things that are happening around this time of year again and, and carlo it is that magical time of the year where this mythical thing called snows falls from the ground and we don't know much about that around here in houston because it's
1: the size of a fist going through a windshield
0: yeah we don't we don't understand those concepts and we don't believe in those concepts because they're fairy tales because today <laughs> is a high of 79 for us in this month of December. Yep. So, you know, we, we, we don't know about that, but we hear uh, legends that people nice in spot. in these other areas where it's white and Propaganda cold, uh, made by Coca-Cola Company. Exactly, yeah. to, to help us save the polar bears. Uh, there, there are people out there drinking hot chocolate as we drink iced tea because it's too damn hot to have anything <laughs> else. Or a be-
1: well, sometimes it's good—a good dark beer, a good Shiner Bock. Something oh a
0: good Shiner Bock or a Dr. Pepper. Oh, <laughs> that—that's just good enough for down here. Let me tell you what. Uh, <laughs> but speaking of telling you what, Carlo, why don't you tell me a little something interesting during this uh, Christmas season that we are in, that we are celebrating this COVID Christmas, as I like to call it. And let's deal with some Christmas past, shall we? Why don't you yeah. share with us, if you don't mind sharing with us, some of your past memories of Christmas pre-COVID? Like what what are maybe some of your favorite memories? And maybe what are some of your not so favorite memories? <laughs> sure, happy
1: to. Um actually, uh my birthday, uh, as we've mentioned in previous in the podcast, you have this a similar issue where Having a birthday this close to the day sucks. Mm-hmm, <laughs> uh, yeah. growing up I would constantly be told uh cuz my birthday was on December 25th. Mm-hmm. I would be told uh I don't know if I should get you a Christmas present or a birthday present. So I got neither. It happened a lot. Um
0: yeah, <laughs> so I always did.
1: had this this very like ignored feeling. I always felt like it's everyone else is having this all this like this day that means a lot to them and it specifically and this is just ch- being a child. Like of course you feel like this is a child. And that doesn't, I'm not diminishing it, but every child feels lonely and this, gets, you know, it's hard if on your birthday, nobody could ever possibly care. <laughs> and you know, no one ever will. Like Christmas isn't going to go out of vogue. People are going to go like, Santa, what? Never heard of it. I still want to see that cokehead, uh, uh, Tim the Toolman Taylor, pretend to be Santa Claus again. I want to watch that every fucking year. It won't go away. Mm. My birthday will never matter to anyone ever as much as Christmas does to just about anybody. That's mm. simply so. Kind of hard to, to enjoy the day as a kid, you know, growing up with, with that thing. And then and, and the, every time someone like, uh, whenever I would go get a, a beer and someone like, oh, can I see your your ID? Cause I'm very baby-faced. Can I see your ID? And I give it to them, they're like, oh, you're a Christmas baby. Does that mean you got, no, it does not mean I got two gifts every day. <laughs> nothing. It means no one ever said happy birthday. It means I didn't get ha- birthday cards. I didn't get ten dollars from grandma and the uh, in the mail because she didn't send send me shit for my birthday. No one did, okay. um, and it it took forever for me to ever fucking enjoy the holiday. So I started um, very early, very early on. I started my uh, Island of Misfit Toys party in college. I would I would I started with uh, a few weeks out. I would throw a big huge kegger. You remember these? I you do. I remember you. You threw grand parties. Yeah, we'd have like a uh, fire pits. Yeah. We have. Uh, uh, I, I was I was still at my mom's place, so she would bring out like uh, all this snacks and food, and we had this buffet, and that became like I don't get to have a birthday, but god damn it, I'm gonna have a party. Damn so right. It was really huge, like we'd have a keg. Uh, my brother would get really into it and like uh, and buy a bunch of alcohol for everybody because he was a raging alcoholic, and we would do these huge parties. And I started to enjoy those, and but I discovered, especially during like uh, you know because we were in college, I had like you know college friends. There are people like, oh, I can't I can't go home for the holidays. On December 25th, I'm going to be, you know, in my apartment alone by myself because everyone's going to be seeing their family. And, and for me, my family, what we like to do is we stay up on December 24th playing board games or video games together until midnight, and then we exchange whatever Christmas gifts there are. This is something that's been solidified as I got older. I think I was 25 when we started doing that, mm-hmm. 26. Before that, we just... Uh, don't really do don't, don't, really, don't really do anything at all, but um we started doing again we made this tr- our tradition, but on this but now like uh, you know during college uh, in college I started going home, so I'd be home around like one or two in the morning, on Christmas uh, Christmas morning on, on, on the twenty fifth, so I started going and this is because I'm a huge nerd I would go to a bar the next day because there was a, a, a great local bar it's, it's still there although the name has changed, it is now the Phoenix on Westheimer here in Houston I'm gonna mm-hmm. shout out to because they're lovely people. Um, and I would go there and watch the, I used to watch the Doctor who Christmas special with the few people that just that didn't have somewhere to go they didn't have they couldn't go home they they didn't have uh, anything else to do or some people that did have something to do and they spent the morning with their with their family and then were like well now I want to have like what, what's what else can I do what to, to celebrate the uh, Christmas well let me get with some people I care about some friends of mine have a beard watch doctor who and that became uh, one of my favorite traditions now is the gathering those who don't have somewhere to go and then we go do something to for it. That's me because I, I I've had to learn to get along with this holiday. To like adapt and you know I grew up it would just be Christmas cake or like there'd be yeah. fruit cake and like, oh, we're having this. We didn't get you a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: um, Yeah. That's pretty rough. And I, I remember some of those parties. Those were really great parties. Yeah. Really, really But I, I feel you because my my birthday is December 31st, so New Year's Eve. So I'm overshadowed by everyone wanting to celebrate the New Year's. But I also suffer from the condition of, uh, here's your one gift and the thing that came with it originally. Like, so like uh, when I was younger in the 90s, back in the day, they used to get, they used to have these uh, like pleated pants, right? with the pleated pants you would also have a belt that came with it you know it was part of a set you know yeah you you got the pants and and they thought i was stupid and they oh here's some pants and here's a belt to go with it go fuck yourself (laughs) we got you some new tennis shoes and laces oh, and laces. Really? <laughs> oh jiminy christmas yay go fuck yourself <laughs> i'm not that stupid you bastards uh but yeah that kind of shit would happen all the time like this is for christmas and your birthday no ma'am no there mm-hmm. is christmas and then there is my birthday <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah i used to i suffer from the same same issues there but i want to say that you know growing up you know, before all this insane, uh, pandemic, mm-hmm. one of my favorite Christmases was when I was younger and most, I mean, le- like little boy, little boy type of thing, my mom, and she still is very creative, very crafty type of woman. Uh, she's someone who can cook and sew and, and do all these other wonderful little, uh, things that she would have, you know, uh, done for us as kids type of thing and one thing that she had made me when i was a little boy was a stocking and the stocking because i I was the first born so the stocking was massive it was massive it was a stocking that had my entire name on it like it was that long it said richard And then Christopher. And of course, it didn't have my last name, but it was one where you could fit that whole name on it going straight down. And it was a stocking that was bigger than me as a boy. (laughs) And it would be filled with stuff in it. And that was one of my fondest memories that they used to. Of course, they would tell me it was Santa. And uh, of course, uh, I would believe it. (laughs) And, uh, it was just a huge, huge stocking just filled to the brim with crap. And I was so always so thrilled. And then one year, I think they were just getting tired of stuffing it. And all of a sudden, you know, that year was the year it went missing and (laughs) whoops like oh no what happened like no i make me another one i don't want a regular stocking i never got another stocking like that again but it it was great to have it so i went out i bought my own i get my uh, my sisters get so pissed because my my mom will still do stocking stuffers for us uh and they'll take over their little stockings to my mom's house and of course, I went out to Target and bought the largest possible stocking yep. I could find. Doesn't
1: yep. <laughs> put the whole name now. Right.
0: Richard, like... like Richard,
1: Christopher, bigger, th- even bigger than you thought it'd be. But <laughs> <laughs>
0: the whole name. Just just stuff it fill it for me Santa and uh, so <laughs> but that was one of my fonder memories is that I had this massive stocking that my mom made and it was red and white lettering and it had this little fake little snow frost up on top and it was a it was a wonderful memory to have but she made all that for me and um, you know it was just fascinating and I really enjoyed it I think if I have to think one of my least favorite Christmases is, is um, hmm. well, there's, and you know this, not everyone else knows this. Mm-hmm. So my dad's health is on and off. And one year, I think two, two, three years ago, with everything, he had a minor procedure that was done that turned into this whole nightmare. He was pretty much. In there from like november through almost all of december and luckily was released like a few days before christmas but that was a very very difficult christmas because oh, everything was very touch and go we weren't sure if we're gonna lose him or not but it was just a minor procedure that went horribly wrong that was probably one of the worst christmases is that but you know he he came out fine now. he's fine, so no one thing they had a horrible, horrible ending. It was just that was probably one of the more difficult Christmases to ever go through. yeah, it would be. yeah. so I think we've done a, a decent job of looking at some of our Christmas pasts, uh the goods and the bads. Uh, seems like a lot of bads, but <laughs> but it's good and bad that that is good and idea. bad it's it's a mixture, you know, it's the thing that makes it so. A big question is Christmas present, Carlo. It's a weird, weird Christmas. What are we going to do? Because I'm assuming because COVID is out there and, you know, it seems to be like it got better then it got worse and we're like at i don't know what the fuck i'm going to do type of situation it was never getting
1: better it was always getting worse
0: yeah no seriously (laughs) like it was just well i mean in harris county at least you know we had that little lull where things got very close to getting better and then boom we blew up again and then of course thanksgiving
1: when when they did the numbers and they were showing like hey texas is doing pretty good it was like harris county and like houston was Mm -hmm. doing really well and then waco i don't know what but everyone else was doing fucking horrible yeah and they're like huh well everything's closed because everyone's dying let's all go into houston and spread this germ like they're not germ that's virus. but like let's go and like go in houston Mm -hmm. and like not wash properly like fucking animals and then spread it into the city yeah that's that's actually a big part of where like the research like as far as the city's concerned where that research came from because we actually locked up but
0: most of texas didn't and it, it spread like wildfire. Now it's spreading again. So yep. now that all this is going crazy again, you know, uh, I'm assuming you won't be doing your Island of Misfits party this year because of COVID. Uh,
1: probably not. I might. Yeah. I'm. I was thinking if if there are enough people, we'll do something a little something online. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's not too many people, I might do uh, just have a little gathering at a park at mm-hmm. ten feet away. Mm-hmm. So we can really see each other, maybe throw a ball covered and disinfected at each other,
0: <laughs> <laughs> something fun like that. But and and for me, this Christmas is going to be a very small Christmas. Like I'm not traveling out anywhere. I'm not going to be visiting extended family. Like I have cousins and everything. Like normally I would go drop off. Sometimes I would drop off uh, gifts for my cousins' kids. And this year I'm just not doing that because uh you know the, the whole covid thing is a huge yeah. problem and it's just going to be immediate family only type of situation which is still dangerous you know it is it is still very dangerous you for know? some reason
1: people are forgetting like well i'm just seeing my uh, my parents like yeah they're vulnerable mm-hmm. they're your parents absolutely
0: Like, stay, I, be careful wash your hands okay? mm-hmm material yes wear the mask definitely wear the mask alone it's not if, just
1: for strangers it's,
0: it's specifically for the people you care about that's if you're yes. wearing the mask
1: and wear the for, mask to save yourself and the people who care about
0: it. yes and for everyone out there definitely you know wear your mask i mean it's a little uncomfortable if you, i get it people bitch about that all the time uh, it's not a rights thing it's it's it really is about saving a life thing you know, it's wiping
1: your ass thing at this point. That it's a level too. of hygiene. It, it is. is. an expected level of hygiene to be outside. Mm-hmm. It's wiping your ass. It's washing your hands. If you blow snot over your, no- your face, you clean it up before you go into the church, don't you?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then put on your fucking mask. Yeah, just put on your mask. It's the same level. I wear it for 10-hour shifts. Mm-hmm. It's fine. it is not that
0: uncomfortable on the days where i i'm forced into the office i have to i have to wear it like all the entire time i get there from the moment i park my car to the moment i gotta check in with security to the moment i gotta get up into my office i'm in a mask just 24 seven, and i sit behind two shields and i'm still wearing a mask you know so you just got to be very cautious out there and play it safe for your family. And now that me and Carlo have done our public service announcement... Uh... <laughs> mask, <you laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> Stop being a twat and wear your mask. <laughs> oh, God. So uh, now that we've done that, yep. let's get into... What are we going to do this Christmas? Carlo, what are your plans for Christmas present... Because it's a funky monkey Christmas, man. Let me tell you, it, is. it really is. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're, you're absolutely right. Um, well, I've started because, like I said, growing up with such a disdain for the holiday, I've I've been I've worked on it over the years to to find the good in it, to look at it, to dig down. And it's it's yeah, it's kind of a bullshit holiday. Mm-hmm. It is consumerism and, and capitalism at a, at peak, the peak good it can do. More charities are given to right now than the rest of the year toys for Tots, and, and i mean no one gives the salvation army they're actively a hate group and they go they do absolutely zero good for the world <laughs> but look into the charities a lot of charities that like there's like a santa claus with like a bucket like ring a bell like give us money or you're a bad person what's the money for santa electrocuting children until they stop being gay fuck you
0: santa you ain't you ain't the real santa I'm gonna cut you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, right. sorry. Carlo. <laughs> Carlo was just watching me as I'm choking on water, trying to swallow it. <laughs> and like, and like if anyone's wondering why is Ivana chiming in here, it's like I'm choking on water because he caught me at the worst possible time. My goal is to
1: ruin what? your mic by getting you to spit water. And,
0: uh, and, and this man's watching me choke. <laughs> just,
1: so I ramp up. Uh, That's who I am. But I mean, there, there, a lot of good can uh, come from the like fertile kind of bullshit of this holiday, um, and I I kind of like to spread that. Like I found out I was I've never been a good kid at Christmas. I never really got that, mm-hmm. but I can be one hell of a Santa Claus. So uh, I work at a restaurant and a, a bar, and uh, I had asked, "Are we doing a white uh, like a white elephant exchange? Are we doing like a Santa? Are we gonna do anything like that?" And everyone's like, "It's everyone's really bummed out. It's a really dark time. Money's short." let's let's just because we didn't want like everyone was like well can we do like a twenty dollar limit no five dollar limit like all right i took about 80 bucks i bought a bunch of little they're supposed to be like cupcake boxes but they're little like five by five square white boxes they they're flat packed and you have to like put them together yourself i got some uh very cheap uh dollar store wrapping paper i went to five below a dollar store and big lots so places where you get like you know you just get stuff that's that's not uh, that didn't sell well, so they're like they're, it's almost like a it's almost like a secondhand shop, but they're like for products. Um, so right now, great place for like Halloween candy packs. So it's like forty individually wrapped candies for a, for like three dollars or something. Um, and they had a bunch of weird uh, gift sets. Bought all of those. Uh, got all. I got uh, thirty of those boxes. Each one I filled with some candy, a little eraser. Um, since I work at a tiki bar, it was like he works at a tiki bar. That guy. <laughs> Yeah. I work at a tiki bar. So I got these little, uh, little toy erasers in the shape of like sun hats and um, uh, pina coladas and a coconut, like this little, a bunch of little of those little stingrays. Um, and I put those in the boxes as well, bunch of candy toys. And then I got uh, four ridiculous things from uh, big lots. One of which was a trial pack of five different types of green tea. It's just green tea with... And it's green tea with like cinnamon and green tea with like pomegranate. It's just like... But it's like just weird stuff. Like, I don't know, put something in the green tea, pack of that. I got um, a Captain Morgan make your own cocktail. And I work at a really good cocktail bar. Mm -hmm. And it's like make your own cocktail. And it's just different food coloring and sugar in little bottles and a little Mm -hmm. toy boat, like a little cardboard boat. No Mm -hmm. alcohol. You supply your own alcohol. Um, And I got... um, what, and the, The best one is... A uh, Jack Link's beef jerky gift set. Mm-hmm. It is a pack of, of uh, jerky inside of an oversized mug in the shape of a Sasquatch's head. <laughs> so I put uh, in a, uh, all the boxes. I put a, a number. I put a, a number. So I got, made a bunch of numbers. So you draw a number. Like I got number thirteen. Cool. This is your box. Open it up. Inside is a bunch of candy and a toy. And if there's a, if there was a scroll in it, which a little handwritten scroll. Congratulations, you won the beast. Then I would go, oh, you won the beast. And I would give them the Sasquatch thing. We, we, we did it work. Um, at the end of the day, I just like, everyone grab a number. I didn't tell them what they were doing. I was doing like grab a number. They took a number. I ran off, brought them box. Here's your, your box, open it up. Um, my neighbor actually, that I also work with. She's the one that got the, the Sasquatch and it was 80 bucks. That's not nothing like that's that's a that's a really good meal or something okay. like not A really good meal. It's a very good meal. It's a I good recall. meal. Yeah, that's a, good, damn yeah. Good that's, meal. A, that's a That's a great meal. Like that. You know, there, there's I, I could definitely spoil myself with 80 bucks instead. It's all this dark and gloom and doom and everyone's feeling it. Everyone's kind of been kicked in the ass by the year and just the little surprise of and the worst thing anyone got was a box full of like candy. It's a little bit of candy and a little toy. It's nothing. It's nothing. But it uh, uh, it was really well received. Everyone enjoyed it. There was a little bit of a game to it, uh, since it was a little kind of Russian roulette sort of <laughs> with it. Um, But and people were asking like, why did I do it? And like, why did you do it? You didn't have to do this. Like, I know I didn't have to, but isn't it more fun that I did? It just it's, it's, it's a better way to 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 uh, you know get off work with a little gift than with like focusing on every night on how much of a bummer it is or we didn't get that many people in today or I had to throw somebody out because they wouldn't wear their mask. Mm-hmm. Like whatever bummer, like, I don't remember any of the, any shit that day. I don't remember anything from that day that like, oh, that would have been like, that would have, you know, sent me home in a bad mood. Yeah. I just thought to see everyone I work with, smile on their face, laughing. And for one goddamn
0: minute, we just, we just, we
1: just forgot about it. We yeah. forgot
0: the pandemic for like a minute and just enjoyed each other. And and that's absolutely a wonderful, wonderful idea. Uh, that's an absolutely beautiful idea. And you know that really does work. That really, I'm going to tell you something cheesy that happened to me this week. I'm going to give them a plug only because they sent me something. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I was uh, yesterday. I I was I was working from home, and the mailman came. And I went to go get the mail and there was a package for me outside. And I was like, what the hell is that? I didn't order anything. Mm -hmm. And I opened up the package and there was this really nice, all white, it was a card and there's this really nice, you know, uh, leather, and I'll show it to you, Carlo, but because no Mm -hmm. one else can see it, a really nice leather notebook. So I can put like little notes or journalings in and this half um, I guess you could say uh, a half tumbler Yeti. Oh. And, and it said Trinity on it. And I was like, what is this? So apparently, um, I totally forgot. Like last year around this time, I, I was looking to, at different programs to try to get masters, right? And they sent me a Christmas gift and uh and so trinity university sent me a christmas gift and it was this uh it was a tumbler and this notepad and some and some pens That's and it nice. was really nice and you know even though it's from a university and they sent me this this card i was like oh that was still super sweet yeah. it's and so it, nice it, to
1: get a little something
0: it does and it really did take for a moment there totally took my my mind off of everything that was happening so I'm going to give them a shout out because they did something so sweet for me. Sure. Are, uh, you gonna, are you going to sign up for their program or anything? And um, uh, that one didn't quite work out for me. <laughs> but back pedal, uh, back, pedal, back, pedal. Yeah. back pedal back pedal back pedal, pedal. Yeah. Carlo shut up. <laughs> you just would like to point out it
1: might be the perfect program for you. It for, might it may be, not the be the perfect, perfect program yeah. for you. It might be the perfect program for someone
0: else, <laughs> right? It might be the perfect program for for someone else, but a uh, yep. trendy university out in California. There you go. <laughs> they sent me something pretty, and I love it, and uh, and it was very, very much fun. And it um, does look to be a nice a nice little journal, yeah. Yeah, it does, right? You know, I I should go get the uh, the little tumbler, but I have it washing in, in my dishwasher oh. right now. But it was very nice. I was like, oh wow, this this is super nice that 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 they would even send that. So one of the things I like to do every Christmas is I pick up the art of sending Christmas cards. So I'll go out, I'll buy a pack of, you know, like 15, 40 cards, depending on what's on sale, you know, and I will send them off to people. Because it's something that we don't do a whole lot of nowadays we'll send e-cards or like in the case of corporations you get those corporate cards uh that are kind of very impersonal right but i like to send out something with a good message including something that that's that's from me so as you know carlo i i'm a big uh, catholic kind of guy so I, I'll go find a Catholic Christmas card that has some type of inspirational message. And then I'll put my own in there, you know, saying that, you know, I really hope you have an amazing Christmas. And I hope 2021 will be a, a, an amazing and prosperous new year for you. And I hope you and your family are doing well or something to that extent. Our, our listeners might find it even surprisingly sweet maybe maybe i mean but because no one really does christmas cards a whole lot anymore it's rare Yeah, it it really is rare matter of fact i I get i personally don't get a whole lot of christmas cards and when i do it's normally like from my insurance agent you know (laughs) it's like (laughs) thanks for your money here you go Um, but it's that type of thing. So I don't really get Christmas cards and I think that's a lost art and I like to send those off to people. So I get my little list of people who I send them off to in hopes of trying to make people a little bit more happier. And because it has been such a sad and depressing kind of year, um, I'm doing something that I haven't done since I first bought my house. And I first bought my house, what, like maybe eight years ago or something like that but I've never really have done Christmas lights ever, you know, Norm, because I was a teacher for a while. And what I would do is I would decorate my classroom with Christmas lights. Mm -hmm. So I would hang Christmas lights here and there, and I'd have these funky little Christmas decorations. And so I would never decorate it at my house because I was doing it for the classroom. And the kids got a thrill out of it. You know, they, they would love it and they would play the little animated stuff here and there. Um, and so it was just a joy to do that. But now that I'm not teaching and we have this whole pandemic thing going on, right. what I've decided to do is I'm going to go outside and I'm going to decorate and maybe try to bring some kind of happiness to somebody so it's not much you know a few clear lights and a a blue light and some uh colored lights here and there and hung up some ornaments in the bushes that type of thing
1: yeah it's not um, like a huge obnoxious
0: griswold no it's not it's definitely not a griswold like (laughs) christmas here but it is something that i've i've kind of put up and I'm happy about it and even I'm hoping that when people drive by it brings them a little bit of joy um I know with me and maybe it is probably just a me thing whenever I drive up and I look at my lights and even though they're simple I feel happier when I see it so I'm Mm -hmm. really hoping that when other people drive by and they see it that kind of makes them happy too um I never realized how much Christmas lights can actually make someone happy or put them in kind of a Christmas mood because there are a lot of people out there who do these amazing light shows for Christmas and people really do look forward to that. So I'm kind of hoping someone drives by my simple little lights. and Oh my God, look at that pathetic house. And it makes them a little happier inside. <laughs> uh, i know my mom goes way out and i know you probably haven't seen but like at my mom's house she has this whole like little stable that has been built out in her yard and she puts her nativity set in there and it's elevated and it's all lit up that way whenever people drive by they're looking at this really gorgeous uh, nativity uh, scene that that she's built and put up so she goes all out And I know a lot of people love her display. Like uh, people will call me like, oh, my God, tell your mom she 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 went like really out. I love her display uh, type of thing. And I'll post it on my Facebook, too. And I'll post it on our Instagram, you know, my psycho mom's display. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, you know, they they really, really go out and they really love it. And it's it's a beautiful thing. I think I I never thought how meaningful the Christmas lights were to others, but that's what I'm trying to do this year because I can't actually go out and spread joy to people the way I normally did, which is like dropping off gifts or doing little things. I'm I'm doing the Christmas cards. I'm decorating my house. That way, you know, people will feel a little bit happier. Maybe Uh, I'm doing things like that. I'm trying to do little kind things for people to make people happy this year. And because we're also going to go through a COVID Christmas, and I'm going to ask you this, Carlo. um, Let's deal, well, actually, no, let's deal with it as the future, Christmas future. Yeah. What are you going to do, or what would you recommend for people who are going through this COVID Christmas to do To kind of make it a little bit brighter in this midst of uh, gloom with the pandemic.
1: Uh, Well, that's really difficult. It is hard to say. Like, I mean, the smart thing to do is to not is to stay quarantined. Mm -hmm. That's the smart thing to do, but it's really hard to do that. Yeah, I think rather than well, then I don't care if my family dies. That can't (laughs) be the option. Yeah, like it's like well, it would it would be a bummer, so I have to risk killing a family member, because I can't not see them. Mm. I can't just not go. Um, I think the important thing is to remember why you take the take those extra precautions and steps right now. Every time you put on the mask, every time you wash you you wash your hands again, yes, for the whole twenty seconds, yes, every time, um, and the the staying six feet back doing all these like doing everything you can to stay to to protect them every time you do that you are saying i love you yes my current v- tiny little inconvenience is not a bigger deal than risk being the reason you die keep that in mind and it's it feels like a bummer way of looking at it but it's just the reality of the situation we're risking each other if, if you're gonna go home for the holidays you're risking those people you care about mm-hmm. don't exacerbate the risk thinking like well i'm already here i may as well double dip my chips in the salsa and we can all get covid together or it might not be a big like it's not a big deal some people survive it okay well how tell grandma that Mm -hmm. hey you might survive it so you know i don't care (laughs) just remember what every time you do it you're really saying i love you you're really proving that your love for them is more important than a minor inconvenience. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to do the smart thing and stay and, and, and not go get on get the the internet phone call, the, the zoom meetings, and everything. Nope. They're not as good. That's true. That's absolutely true. You're right. It's not as good. It's not as warm. It doesn't feel as together, but if you want there to be able to go next Christmas, that's what you're, that's what you're dealing for. That's what you're fighting for. What you're dealing with, how you're how how we're managing. You don't have to be in the same room with
0: somebody for them to matter. I hope. Yeah. And I, I agree. I think that one of the things that we could do, and I know people are tired of hearing it, is having like a little Zoom Christmas. Uh, you get online, you kind of say, hey, Merry Christmas, you enjoy each other for a moment. And again, it's not, it's definitely not the same. I feel you on that. Let's say you're in, well, let's say you're in Houston, and you have family out in New York, or you have family out somewhere in Oklahoma. Well, you're probably going to have to Zoom with them anyway. You know, um, I wouldn't risk going out there. I know I have a friend of mine who she's, really she was really looking forward to going back home for christmas um which was down in mexico city and she's not going to be able to you know she said the numbers are too bad here they're too bad over there you know i i just can't risk my parents getting sick i think and- there's uh, if, if
1: she's uh she presumably she has a passport so she can actually get in i think oh yeah yeah she's
0: she has all that so she
1: can't right because she has to do all the paper extra paperwork, but
0: oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And she says it's just not something that she wants to risk by, by going down there and possibly contaminating anybody. And yeah, I know it's hard on her, I know it's very hard on her to, to not be able to do that. But you know, it says, I love you in a very, very different way. I know that a lot of people are going to have to celebrate Christmas that way. And that's something that we'll all have to be somewhat okay with. I think another thing is maybe to kind of help take your mind off of it, especially if you're going to be in isolation, or maybe you're fortunate enough to where you can maybe spend some time with, with your immediate family for a short amount of time or something like that. I think one thing that you can definitely do during these COVID Christmases and it tends to be me and Carlos go to, but it's definitely one of my go-tos is having yourself a nice little movie night. And maybe you're a little tired of Netflix. I get it, but it's a great way to stay alive too. I'm thinking one of the best things that you can do is stay home, make yourself some holiday foods You know, whatever you want that to be. It could be gingerbread cookies or it could just be one of those uh, tins of popcorn you buy at the pharmacy type of thing or the supermarket that comes with like the caramel and the cheese and... All that I other butter, stuff. But
1: it's just yellow styrofoam.
0: Yeah, one of those. And you sit there and you watch a couple of movies. I think that'd be great. Watch a couple of Christmas movies. Uh, I'm going to throw out a couple of suggestions for you that, that are my, some of my favorites. Um, but of course, my favorite is always the classic A Christmas story. That one just always gets me with Ralphie and the old man. I, I love that one so much. That's just hysterical. But another one that I've come to really enjoy, and actually, Carlo, yeah. this is one that me and you reviewed many years ago when we are doing the, the show the first time around. Yeah. But do you remember the documentary Becoming Santa?
1: I do, I vaguely remember watching it.
0: Oh my God. That was such years. a good and impactful movie. And if you want something that kind of screams, Spirit of Christmas, uh, I would watch that documentary. It's called Becoming Santa. I'm going to give you the watered down version of it. It starts off with this guy who really is alone. Like he, I think he says he has no family, no kids, he's never been married, he doesn't have a mom and dad, and um, he's normally pretty sad around Christmas, so he decides that he wants to bring joy to others, yeah, and so he goes off and does this whole transformation thing to become Santa Claus. So he gets a special suit made and he gets his uh, facial hair, you know, dyed white, which I didn't realize was that painful of a procedure, but it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, apparently it was very painful. I was like, oh, my God, mine just naturally comes in white. <laughs> it's <just> like, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, uh, it was it was pretty painful to watch it. But he does all this in order to bring joy to others during christmas because he himself is kind of alone and heartbroken during christmas and the one thing that i really also enjoyed about the documentary is you have not just the epic journey of him becoming santa but they stop off in a lot of places and they give you this really amazing history of christmas and santa claus and the origins of santa claus and everything else, it was just absolutely fascinating. So Becoming Santa is going to be my second pick for you. Uh, Becoming Santa, a Christmas story. I kind of want to just leave it there because I don't want to get too common and cheesy because I love Christmas vacation. That's just... <laughs> One of my all time favorites, but I'm sure it's one of your all time favorites too. And they're going to be marathoning the shit out of that. So let's, I'm going to give you a different, different, um, suggestion. But I'm going to give you that different suggestion maybe after Carlo, if he has any suggestions. Do you have any suggestions, Carlo?
1: I know people whine about it because the whole focus isn't a Santa. Santa, Santa, Santa! Mm-hmm. But I, I like, I, I, I find the idea of watching Die Hard at Christmas funny and fun. <laughs> Fuck you! I don't care. Like that, the, everyone's like, "It's not really a Christmas movie." Family togetherness, uses season greetings, uh, ticker tape in order to like get the gun in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 Now I have a machine gun. It's a. It takes place at Christmas. That's enough for it to be a Christmas movie. But Home Alone isn't a Christmas movie then. But takes place to Christmas. He beats up bad guys, and it's about him getting back to his family. There Is it about go. Christmas? No, it's not. It's not about Christmas. Santa doesn't come show up. No, not anymore than does it doesn't that hard. Like, well, does a guy dress? Like Santa? Yeah, he dresses the dead guy like Santa. He puts the hat on him. Same right. thing. Fuck you. It's a Christmas movie. It's and, and If you really think it's not and you really want to argue it, you're boring and you're not any fun and you're bad in bed. I'm also a big fan of Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm a gothy boy. I count it as both a Halloween and a Christmas movie. I don't I'm not gonna get into that fight either. It's fun. It is look how silly Santa Claus is. And I I do I, I do also want I'm gonna cheat because I'm gonna I'm gonna just forget all, all my things out now. I like I wanna see the Grinch. Not 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 the Jim Carrey one. I just I don't care for it. I'm not gonna I'm not that's not a fight I'm into I'm having either. The old one with the uh, Tony the Tiger, your are a mean one. The the original. Uh, one I love kind of it. I, I I love watching rewatching it. I still enjoy it. Just the him like him coming back around, and I and I know I didn't actually have any problem with the Jim Carrey one. I'm not hating on it. It's just if I had to choose, it's that one. Mm. And I have an assignment for myself because I usually don't because it's harder for me to get into Christmas movies for the sake of being Christmas movies. I have a I don't have there's like that's really the ones I look forward to watching mm-hmm. because they're barely Christmas involved, but. Uh, this year, because I've never seen it, I have the assignment for myself. I'm going to watch Elf. I never saw that. Oh, period, interesting. L- Will Ferrell movie. People reference it all the time, and they're like, "You haven't seen Elf? I'm going to go watch the fucking movie. <laughs> I'll see what I think. I think you. I don't know enjoy. what. It's, I don't even really know what it's about. I just know that like, he's an elf, and for some reason, he, or he thinks he's an elf. I don't know. But it, Will Ferrell is like, "I'm an elf. I know Santa. That's it. That's all I know about the movie. I'm going in blind." <laughs>
0: Well, good. We're gonna to have to get your opinion on that after you watch it. I okay. think uh, I think that's a really good list right there. That that really is. I think you'll enjoy Elf. John Favreau uh, directs it. I don't know if I you like. Know. I do love Favreau. Yeah, I'm so Favreau at. directs it, and it's a a really really good film. It's not my favorite of Christmas films, but it is it is a good film. It'll be worth uh, watching. It, it, I think I think you would enjoy it, especially with all the. Uh, the references to all the old, uh, all the old Christmas cartoons like that stop animation stuff, you know, the, the Rudolph and right. uh, yeah, you, I think you would, you would really, really get a kick out of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would really enjoy that very much. I think uh, for myself, going back to the last on my list, cause I was also going to say mm-hmm. Die Hard Uh, because that is a good one (laughs) i was was gonna say that but now you took that so i'm going to go ahead and i'm going to tell you watch the original miracle on 34th street the black and white not that new modern one watch the original black and white miracle on 34th street is a great little story and it really is truly a great story about a little girl who's kind of too uh, grown up for her age who doesn't believe in Christmas and then meeting the real Santa not really realizing it and then starting to believe in Christmas. I think it's a very, very good story. A very wonderful story. I could go back and tell you, you know, watch the original. It's a wonderful life with good old uh, Jimmy Stewart there. But I think that one right next to Christmas vacation has its own marathon during Christmas so someone has has that playing on a loop yeah it's like 30 Mm -hmm. hours of you know it's a wonderful life so that's also a good one i'm not going to tell you to jump on that one i mean it's a great one because it's one that a lot of people they jump on that all the time and even movies reference that movie so it's like uh you know you have to know it but yeah it's either you know it or you don't and if you don't well i'm sure someone is marathoning it so those, I think, would, would help to, to make this a more cheery Christmas. Um, I think this is definitely going to be a different Christmas where we're going to start focusing on more of the meanings of Christmas than we are consumerism uh, this year. I could be wrong. I don't know what the reports yeah. are yet. For buying, I know a lot of people went crazy on Black Friday. That doesn't necessarily mean those are going to be Christmas presents. But they didn't
1: have any. Of, they didn't have like the. Did they have like doorbuster shit? Like they have, they have people camping
0: outside and. You know what they? A food. lot of the stores avoided that and did. did a lot of their Black Friday stuff mostly online. I'm sure a few physical ones did, but I didn't hear anything about it. If but,
1: anyone knows, please let us know. I would love to know what shop never needs my money again.
0: Yes, absolutely, because that that would just be crazy to do. That, that is
1: absolutely. I mean, that is absolutely like I want to sell this color TV. I don't care how many of you die. It's only this much today. Like, yeah, that, yeah, that, that company should be done with. We should, yes, we should, absolutely. Any company that would be
0: behaving that way should be fucking beaten in the street. Absolutely. And I think, I think for me, what I'm personally going to do for Christmas. Christmas Eve will be very simple. I am going to probably uh, do things in the true spirit of Christmas, like I like I do every year. And I'll probably attend one of the masses, but one of the earlier masses. Uh, again, Catholic, if you're not familiar with the term mass. <laughs> uh, some people the uh, are. They're like, of... well, well, why are you taking on something <laughs> so heavy? It's like, you know, I'm <laughs> No, I'm Mass, as in the that. worship. Uh, so I'll be attending Mass on Christmas Eve. And then Christmas Day will probably... Me and the immediate family will get together at my mom's... Uh, simple Christmas dinner type of thing. Small gift exchange for the nephews and the niece type of thing. And that's, that's really about it in, in that sense. And then when I'm home, for the most part... I am going to go ahead and pop in one of those movies and watch more than likely A Christmas Story or Becoming Santa and just chill out by myself and really reflect on, you know, how grateful and fortunate I've been in the sense that uh, no one in my immediate family has caught COVID or anything like that and just continue to do my christmas season um in that way you know the the true meaning of christmas to be more to be more grateful you know being being the catholic that i am Uh, (laughs) celebrating the uh the birth of christ and also the fact that i'm just going to really really be more appreciative that, you know, nothing has happened to my family, you know, since COVID has come out. So I'm very, very thrilled about that. Uh, Cause my parents are elderly and my dad's not in the best of health. So I- I'm grateful for that and just enjoy my Christmas lights a little bit longer while gorging on popcorn and other fun leftovers and just chilling out in front of the TV. Yep. Probably also watching Die Hard. That <laughs> That's what you gotta do. Ask yourself, what would John McClane do? That's that is so true. What would McClane do? You know, if anyone that,
1: says like he's he he would fight and he wouldn't wear the mask. Fuck you. He'd wear the mask.
0: He'd totally wear he'd the absolutely mask. Absolutely wear the mask. <laughs> and you know what? I'm um, I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna make this suggestion. There is on Netflix, there is a series called uh, The Movies That Made Us. And one of them is the story as to how Die Hard was created and how close to it not being created it actually came. So I'm going to recommend if you're someone who watches Die Hard during Christmas, go to that series on Netflix and look up the movies that made us and check out the the story behind die hard that one was really really good i'll need to check that one out that was really good and there's some fascinating stuff in there that was like oh wow and you know because grew up in that time like i kind of remember that and everything that was going on so that was a fascinating little story to check out right there Uh, Also, if you wanted, not that it's a shameful plug, but it is, they also have The Holiday Movies That Made Us, and that one features Elf and the making of Nightmare Before Christmas.
1: Hmm.
0: So, if you're into documentaries (laughs) and you want a holiday documentary, that's something to take a look at.
1: Yeah. I need to do that for myself.
0: Yeah. So, I think... And I could be wrong, Carlo. But I think that brings an end to our Christmas special. So. Would, would
1: you for... would it be all right for me to, as I said, I've spent years, uh, I learned to love Christmas. It took a long time to do that. Mm-hmm. But a an encapsulation I found that kind of like spoke to me when I realized like what I was doing when I, when I started doing those Island Misfit Toys mm-hmm. uh, parties is a doc a, a silly one it is silly but it's a doctor who quote mm-hmm. that for me speaks a lot to why it's important especially for someone who hates christmas that's like sees the bullshit who sees the capitalist mm-hmm. consumerism the the like the active damage it can do mm-hmm. if left on un, left unchecked but sees the possibility of good in it
0: mm-hmm.
1: can i read, read this quote
0: absolutely From an no. episode
1: of doctor oh. who uh, the episode, uh, my, uh, character played by Michael Gambon, Kazran Sardek. It was a, uh, a Christmas Carol on, on, on Doctor Who. On every world, wherever people are, in the deepest part of the winter, at the exact midpoint, everybody stops and turns and hugs as if to say, well done, well done, everyone, we're halfway out of the dark. Back on earth, we called this Christmas or the winter solstice. That
0: is very it nice.
1: turned around and then turned into something dark. But... <laughs> that is actually very, very nice. That's the first half of the quote. It's very nice. The second half of the quote is, on this world, we the first settlers called it the crystal feast. You know what I call it? I call it expecting something for nothing. It's <laughs> him getting the point
0: and then him being pissy about it. Right, right. Well, that sounds really interesting. I think I might actually have to watch that this year. And to coin a phrase, from an older quote that your that your quote reminded me of, it, it very much reminded me of uh, something that I'm surprised neither one of us mentioned: Scrooge. You know, it, it totally like if I'm gonna yeah. throw this out last minute. Bill Murray as Scrooge is Scrooge, fabulous. Yeah, that's
1: really good. Oh my yeah. God! Carole is as a is a goat,
0: one of the ghosts. Really good. Oh Jesus, that was brilliant. That was so good. In that spirit of and truly, truly, during this pandemic, I just want to say, God bless us, everyone, because you know, we just don't know with the way things are going nowadays. We could use a fucking break. <laughs> God, yes, oh my God, we really could, because this has just been so much, so much. But, Carlo, Merry Eve is Christmas to you.
1: <laughs> Eva's part of the winter at the exact midpoint. Everybody stops, turns, and hugs.
0: Absolutely. Is <laughs> Merry Christmas to you, Carlo. And until next time, as always, you've been listening to VCR. Bye bye. Program support given to VCR by a clean space for you and multi-services. You can contact them at you at gmail.com or give them a call at 832-297-1704. They can also be found on Facebook at You, all one word. Say hi to Rachel for us. You've been listening to VCR, creative content by Richard Christopher Vada and Carlo Manuel Magana. The logo created by Richard Christopher Vada with assistance from Annie Ramirez. The theme song is The Messenger by Silent Partner and can be found on YouTube Music Library. You can follow us on our social media platforms such as Twitter and Instagram at The VCR Show. You can also email us your thoughts, comments, and concerns to the VCR show at gmail.com.